Welcome to Culture Crawl HCX Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Ward Jr. And this is Donald Scott II. Um, apparently, Donald thinks it's weird that I have the video on, but uh, it's comfortable for me. Uh, if it's uncomfortable for you, let me know. And I, um, But I don't have a cute... Um, uh, like, yeah, because uh, I, I'm so used to having the video on, so it'll just uh, say my name. Uh, shout out oh. to Destiny. I'll bet that. Um, I'll bet that in the near future, it will become more commonplace to have video on than it will to have it off, and almost like you, you're supposed to have your video on. Well, yeah, it's a requirement for like for not for not for the school I went to like you didn't have to, uh, like they would, but the people who who didn't because the like because it was almost like, like when I say I talk to people like I consider like slack talking like because that's the environment I've been in, mm. and if the the people who had their video off like those were the people that were antisocial. Like, uh, like it, because that was the only, you know, it's only on or off, and it was like that is the way to like really indicate. Then some people would have their video on, and then they would just like walk up, like get up and leave. And it's like, see, that's when you turn it off. So like now you don't understand like co- like uh, social norms. Right, right. The social you know, like, norms of digital interaction. Right, and so like things like that. Um, then I realized, um, so if you get mad and you leave a meeting, it's way more effective than like uh, if you were to like get up from like the 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 whatever like the chair and walk out the room. Like, cause if you walk out the room, you might be going to the bathroom. But if you left the the Zoom, it's like <laughs> like in the middle of the conversation. It's like you know, like and it's like y'all talking, and it's like you know what? Okay. And that's the last thing you say, like, and then you're gone. It's like, oh, did something happen? Was there a technical difficulty? No, no technical difficulty. Oh, so it's like, it's even stronger than hanging up on somebody. Yeah, because I'm like, because you, like, I'm, like, if I just, like, especially if we're like in the middle of a conversation, it's like a bunch of people talking. It's like, oh, okay, so you have a problem? Cool. And that's the last thing they hear. And then they don't see you anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you have to opt in to, to join back into the thing. Yeah, just this topic overall, just about uh, like the norms of uh, social engagement and, you know, virtual rooms. Um, I think it's interesting because, you know, there are some individuals that are going through this quarantine by themselves. So because for, for a lot of people, you know, this is their only time of some type of human interaction. You know, like, you know maybe they're not as close to their family or maybe they don't have anyone. They, they can just pick up the phone and call. So they... Um, this is this is their opportunity to really engage with someone, and I've been in you know, a lot of meetings where people like comment on whether or not I have my uh, my uh, my video on, and I think it's interesting because for me I'm like, if I don't want to have my video on, I'm just not gonna have my video. <laughs> on. I don't care what the situation is, um, and if I want to say something, I'll, I'll I'll you know I'll mute myself or use the chat. I mean, there's multiple ways for me to uh, engage. Um, and I think it's interesting how I, I've already seen, you know, people pushing to like one side or the other. And it's like, you know, why can't we just ourselves just engage? Um, oh, of course, and respectfully. But I just just engage and do whatever you need to do. You know, with your mic on, put your mic on. Well, obviously, you know, don't have your mic on if you have like kids in the background, dogs barking. 
I don't understand why people like don't mute themselves sometimes. I know an accident happens, but there are times when people just like just go on and on and on without it being muted. It's like, oh come on. Yeah, I think it depends on on how often your interactions are. Like I have at least like like there's a happy hour, like standing happy hour that happens twice a week. So that's video on. Um now it's on East Coast time. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm like for like drinking at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, you know, sometimes maybe, but some most times not. Uh, because I'm gonna get on with the rest of my day uh after y'all are done. Then uh so that so that's a very like video, like there is no one with the video off there, but it also has its own it has its own place where it's like okay like the comfort level that you feel then 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 there's the the spot where it's like it makes sense for you to not have it on like or it doesn't matter like i was i was telling donald like when i was doing my tech assessments it was weird if my assessor didn't have their video on because now it's like because these are supposed to be like mock technical interviews and so the thing is that like now I have no idea like what your facial expressions are. So I don't know if this is going in the right direction or not. And I'm not, uh, and if you don't guide me like verbally, then I will just push it in whatever direction I want it to go in. But if, but then if later on, like your, your problem is that like, oh, she talked too much about this. It's like, well, I, if you had said something or if you had communicated, you know, it's communication. So it's like these different, uh, and, you know, with body, body language. And matter of fact, the craziest thing I ever heard was that I was doing the mock cultural interview. And the woman said that I was not making enough eye contact when I told stories. From the internet? I mean, wait. Oh, yes, yes. Wait, she said you wasn't looking directly in like, your- Like, I wasn't looking at the green thing. Now, I'm like, first of all, first of all, first of all, in real life, if you're telling me a story and you're looking directly at me, like, I remember the time it was just so crazy. You know, and it's like, I, like, that is abnormal. Like, 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 it makes perfect sense for you to look off when you're going into a, you know, like, into like, why you started coding. You know what I mean? Like, like, what was the first thing that made you want to start? Like, like that's a personal story that you would go back to. Uh, hello, Des Desiree. Is that correct? Somebody has to tell me. Oh yeah, it looks like. Hello, was I right on Desiree? Yes. Okay. I just put it together, and I'm like. I'm freestyling. So if y'all can tell, like, I don't even have a photo up, but that's because I, I don't have a proper Zoom account. I refuse to sign in. Uh, well, I don't have a photo up either, which is why, probably why I do most of the... Uh, but actually what I learned, um, <clears throat> my oldest son uh, is has anxiety triggered by Zoom. One, looking at a bunch of images of people on camera, and two, thinking about them looking at him. So he keeps his um, camera off as well. Mm. But it was interesting that he was able to articulate later that 
that he gets that that feeling from the um, uh, video conferencing. Whereas I don't say things like that. I just consider it an invasion of privacy. But I also know, you know what I mean? Like I might be digging in my nose. I might stand up. I might run to the bathroom. Like when things are happening and I'm on mute, the kids be all in the room. It's all kinds of stuff going on in here. So I can't really have my camera on because it's such an active, dynamic space that I'm in. Uh, you know, I might be on another computer even, uh, on the phone, texting and shit. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I'm mad. I'm professional. So I can't just let y'all be seeing what's popping in the room. <laughs> you know, what's fun? this is what's funny is uh, <laughs> I'm mad I'm professional. Is I was thinking, cause I was like, what is, uh, cause I was talking about consulting because it happens um, a lot, like just when I was going through boot camp and the things that they do. And I'm like, don't, don't just drop your database, like, because you can't do that in the real world. You know, like, so I would try to like say things about computing and stuff. And it's just like, nobody cares. So <laughs> I would talk about that. And then I talk, I would, you know, Nike would come to mind. And it reminded me of uh, of how you did not conform to the Nike way of what was going on there. So for some context, um, Desiree and Michael. Uh, so Donald would show up to Nike. Now people are barely wearing shirts there at this point, uh, especially if it's uh, you get a little bit of sun. It's like we are celebrating. We also don't really work. And... And Donald is in a business or business casual, which I think he would call it business casual. Uh, and he and he said, and I was like, yo, why are you like like come, at least a hoodie, a, a, a something, a shirt? And he was like, I'm a I'm a professional. I don't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right then. It works. I still only wear ties, long sleeve shirt and ties. Every day, if I'm in an office. So yeah. I wanted to go back on the uh, on your comment, uh, Donald, that you were saying when we were talking about uh, just you know video or your your son and just the anxiety that he gets and how different people are when it comes down to how they are um, leveraging Zoom or using Zoom. Like Zoom is both video conferencing, you know, and also audio, right? So if you want to use it as if it was a phone call, cool, because it's a phone call. If you want to use it as video. Use it as video. You have the opportunity to do both depending on, on what your environment is like. I think that's one of the huge, uh, at least my opinion, at least for I know for myself, uh, the huge reason why I would have my video on or off is all about my environment and what's going on around me at the time. Whether I'm dressed, whether my whether, whether I'm in my room or, or the office or outside somewhere, you know, maybe I have a loud noise around me, like, like that's really gonna dictate what my surroundings are, my setup. Yeah, I think um, so. So that I, I I feel you on uh, you telling me that I'm not doing it right based on my surroundings. Um, but <laughs> the other thing I think is interesting that you mentioned is that he could feel uh, like so if if he felt anxious by people being on uh, you know camera and not physically being in the room but still having that acknowledgement that there are people behind that and like that same feeling that people, you know, like where it's like 
top fear is not death, it's public speaking. And still feeling that virtually as if he was standing in front of all of those people. Yeah, <clears throat> that's right. You make a good point, right? Because it's like no one, the only people in the house are us. But you yeah. feel their presence based on this screen. And therefore, it's triggering an experience for you. Yeah. yeah and it might, it, it could be a, a generational thing too. Because I'm not sure if you feel like if you go to a conference, because they have lots of like, you know, now virtual conference, that you feel like, I mean, me, I'll say me personally, I don't feel all those people there. Um, no matter how, like, I'll, I'll just like check through the participants list. It could be a thousand, it could be 10,000. It's like, it just doesn't feel that. Uh, I understand that people on club quarantine, um, they start to feel it. And now I'm like, I don't, I don't. So that's, that's where it, it kind of breaks the generational thing because I get the music piece of it. Uh, but the actual chatting, like people like, you know, the consistency of Halle Berry in there, like I'll be by the bar uh, with my girls um, getting drinks, you know, coat check, but I'll be back. You know, like the way that they communicate as if it's like, we are actually at the club, but like, not like current club, like, you know, like at literally at this physical place. And that's how it's, uh, it's used. And, you know, so I guess in some ways it makes people feel, and, and I've just jumped on, uh, uh, be nice. Like, like I've seen it a few times and I was like, Oh, this is random. He's going now. And it'll just be like a, a regular, like 14,000 people just there. And I'm not talking about after the Teddy Riley, um, uh, baby face. I'm talking about like just random Tuesday afternoon, like, and, 10, 15,000 people in there talking and chatting and not, and you can't use your phone, right? Like, so it's like, I mean, there, there's other ways where you can project it, but like, I think you have to have a little bit more tech, uh, technological knowledge to do that. So you really are not using your phone for, to do anything, but, you know, play this thing. And so it just kind of changed just mm. how communication is and, uh, and just social and what social means uh you know like because you know i think i don't know if anybody has felt the presence of a thousand people on facebook you know but like these other digital surroundings um have made you feel uh you know the presence of people there so question for you donna uh, has your son been to um uh, like a a conference or an amusement park or a stage, like a big theater where there's like a huge amount of people? <clears throat> no, I would say that his biggest population is just classroom. Okay, okay, okay. How old is he? 10. 10, okay. That's but racist. if self-identify, no. he self-identifies self -identify, self as shy at first. Uh, so he would prefer to stand outside of a door for a little bit and just listen to what's popping before he steps through that door. Oh, he's cautious. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah. Uh, 
But you know, what I'm waiting for is um, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. that was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. I mean, right now, if, if, we, if we had access, right? If, if right now we all had access to AR, VR, and could physically be in a space with our avatars, this is exactly the experience we would be having. But, but I think to your point, Stephanie, we would actually be able to feel each other's presence at the bar because we could actually go to the bar. It would just be yeah. a digital bar. Now, I think that, I mean, it's, it's- But people are playing that out in their minds, which is the yeah. thing that I'm like getting at. Like, and, and, and not only that, like you, cause you can't, you can't cross communicate in like the way that IG Live is set up. You cannot cross communicate with other people there so you can't really interact, like even if you put the at Halle Berry or whatever, like they still don't get a notification that you added them. Like they just have to see it or they pretty much don't. And still people are having that same kind of virtual experience without the technology there. Like just all playing out in their mind. <laughs> just a man. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, have you, like, yeah, like look in the comment, like, like just go like, I guarantee you, D Nice is probably gonna play in a couple hours, and like just look in the comments, and like the people are like, "Oh, hey, girl, like good to see you." Like I'm t like like you would think that it was like really hap happening. I mean, now I'll say that I definitely have a. Uh, I went and got some merch because I said, "Well, shoot," and that thing shipped faster than Amazon. And so I'm like, well, what the heck? So, uh, but it says I I danced. Let me see if I could. Um, it says I danced at club quarantine. They got hoodies and, <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Now, now this is a fact, right? Um, and it's like, okay, cool. Like that was a crazy moment when he hit the hundred k. He went on Oprah. Like it, like like it, like. I think he signed a deal to have an actual club. Hopefully, it's not called quarantine. You know, it, it definitely called quarantine. It's like, but even if it was, it would still like make sense. Nah, quarantine would be a dope name, man. It'll be popular for sure. But that's what oh, I man. said, like, I thought, that's what I'm like. I mean, at this point, it's branded. Hey, yo, uh, where, where, where you going, man? You going to CQ? Yeah, I'm going to CQ, man. Let's go. Yeah, that's the, that, that is the name of the website. It is uh, <laughs> the CQclub.com. Something like that. Yeah. And it's like, and nobody had to tell me that CQ stood for Club Quarantine. Nobody. Nobody. Like, I agree. I agree. And it was just like, this is so clear. It, 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 and it's, it, it's crazy, like, how it, so, because it's one thing that music, you know, brings people together. You can listen to, you know, something. But it's different, like, that these live sessions are bringing people together. Like, for example, yesterday, and I thought this was insane, uh, uh, in, 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 however you take in things, um, it was SZA and Lizzo. SZA, no, neither one of them are singing. SZA is like doing the sound bowl thing. And then Lizzo is playing to the notes of this. And people are like, yes. Like, and it's just like, yo, this is like, is this, is this like live meditation? Like what? Like there was, and there was no like, no, it was just like about to go live soon. And it was like, all kinds of people in there, like Brian Michael Cox, is, like like people are doing like these like 
many American Idol things where they bring people on. Like they have yeah, just created the real world. I think it's been really interesting how people have started to engage with the, each other, specifically on social media. So I work at UT, uh, running their social media channels, and it's just been interesting to see the challenges that pop up and how people on Instagram stories with the filters are able to play different games with um, AR. And yeah. so, yeah, just the, just the think the challenges, all the challenges that we have, push-up challenge, um, crunches, challenge, like there's fly. so many challenges happening. The don't rush challenge, that's my favorite one. Um, I was, okay, so speaking of, all right, so speaking of having an issue, so TikTok is kind of where I have uh, drawn the digital line. And uh, and not for like it, like that's where I'm like okay this is like just uh, like this is not like getting on YouTube and making a video like this is something different uh, maybe because of the exposure because they wanted to do one with uh, black women and technology which I'm like you know down for the representation um, and so they had don't rush one they did one with the like passing laptops. But it was just like, I don't really have any makeup and then you want me to like dress up. And like, that's the part where I was like, I'm in a quarantine. Because at first I was like, oh, this is gonna be lit. That was like, hold on. Are we putting on clothes? Like we're leaving the house to do the video? I'm like, oh, see, See, I'm actually not ready for that. And now we're in a spot where, you know, this is the new norm, right? I mean, families aren't gonna wanna go back to being in a brick and mortar nine to five sitting indoors away from their kids no 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 no. yes some of them do but it's gonna be a different set of that right now people are gonna want to work from home now people are gonna want to not have to commute all the time this is going to change the way that we just you know operate uh with our friends uh, with our family with our co-workers because now a lot of families have learned how to use you know facetime zoom conferencing other businesses have created more features you know quickly because of demand because of necessity uh, so this is a, an interesting um, roadmap there around to kind of see, you know, what the outcome is going to be, uh, because, you know, I still believe we are, we, well, man, we are not leveraging uh, technology to its fullest potential uh, by any means. And we're not opening it up um, for everyone to use it so then we can make it better uh, because you don't know what you, what you can do until you really expose it to, to the end users who'll be using it, which is the global majority. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To, and to the, to the AR point, too, um, so when when Rihanna, you know, finally showed up, and we haven't seen her in a while, but when she showed up, um, you know, somewhat musically, even though it was a Fenty collab, the invitation was sent, uh, an invitation to her IG Live, mind you, the invitation was sent on a, uh, through AR, where your phone, like, you got the, you got the thing, and it, popped up and it was like the, the like it had DJs and they had like the DJ like uh like little turntable things and it said the first person will be second person will be third person will be and the invitation to her Instagram live uh was a, a AR invitation and it was done by the same guy who um who who did uh the marathon store uh with Nipsey like and created that that whole thing Wait, we we'll run that back, run that back. So you're saying that the invitation they sent um, to her phone, so on her phone it opened up and it was an AR. Um, yeah, like, and if so did you she, got the... Did yeah, she need an app got, or something at all, or...? Huh, so I'm not, so it's the, so not the invitation, she already knew what was happening. 
the invitation that she sent out to other people. So I'm sure it came with instructions that said, you know, download this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But those that invitation, um, it was a AR like popped up like invitation with the DJ lineup and like this video playing that was like a Fenty collaboration with the guy. And um and he started a company recently based off of it. And it's like okay, this is next level because I just like, you just got an invitation to go on Instagram live at a certain time. And because that's the thing is like, it's just kind of random, but like, this is like, no, be ready because this is happening. And here's a in interesting invitation for you as well. It kind of reminded me of like the MTV, like 216, where it was like it, the invitations were all the thing. Um, but it was that that it was like okay, we're really starting to get into this. And Unity has a free um, uh, their their Learn Premium is free right now, um, and they and they have it as I think they they might have it as a I don't even think they're doing like a thirty day thing. They're doing it like a it's free right now, you know like until. So I just went over there to see what was going on. So I'm like, well, let me get. And on this, um, and make something chill. What is Unity? I don't know what that is. Okay, yeah, so Unity is, um, so it's typically used as a game engine. Uh, so it's, it's the engine behind uh, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption and all the other, other games. Uh, but it's a game engine, it's, the, uh, it's based in uh, C++, so real low level game engine. And, um, or high level depending on. How you feel uh game engine and everything is kind of based and placed on top of that and they've been around for a little while uh but they also have expanded to ar and uh, uh ar vr uh and making 2d and 3d animations as well because they already kind of had that you know that ability to show you because uh, that's what's happening with the uh oh sorry <laughs> talking about this stuff. Uh, I'm supposed to stay on a topic. All right, I'll, I'll be that. So, so Unity is a game engine, but it's being used because of its power to um, uh, to show these other um, these other technologies as well are being built on top of it. Now, Amazon has one too, where some um, some game developers use, and now Amazon is actually creating their own game company because why not? Um, but where they start to make the games as well, like they're, they're hiring from Ubisoft and Activision and, um, and EA and all kinds of places, because they have the money to do that. Um, so they're, they're, they're also like crazy hiring. Um, but, in, in, and it's also because these, uh, these things are not going out of business. And the, the last thing I'm gonna say about it is that the video gaming industry, because um, I heard this on um, uh, like Recode, Decode or something like that, the video game industry is like more than 25 times the television, uh, it, like every other entertainment media industry combined. Like it's like $137 billion or something like that. Like music is nowhere close, video nowhere close, Tele television nowhere close. Especially when <laughs> yeah, so as, as we stay home more, 
one and two as our lives it's a wrap. more digital the video game industry will expand out from just gaming and it will actually be living yeah because it, it already right, yeah so it already has right in the same way that like the idea that you would stay home and um and and all right and um and not be uh and and just play video games all day and that would make you millions of dollars um that that seemed insane like not that long ago hmm. um but now there are owners and competition and talking trash and merch and um these this whole industry that is based off of esports i mean the staples center uh when they had their convention there it was just ridiculous um like like it was it was more than a it was definitely more than a no shade it was it was more than a clippers uh game it was more than a lakers game um the amount of traffic uh literal traffic and foot traffic uh that was brought to the staples center during that time um uh, so you know just like you have to kind of like take different roads but you, there, there was like no options in la that day um and now that the ar vr and i've been following uh, one of the girls and uh even microsoft so microsoft is actually trying to take advantage of uh some of the smaller game companies um that they're you know they're laying off and microsoft is scooping them up um as soon as they can because they have their uh division for what they call <clears throat> mixed reality which is like i'm like okay that's a that's a because at first i was like what but it's like all of it we do all of it uh and the ones and the reason that they're able to like amazon uh uh microsoft they're all using their cloud infrastructure because that's what they really need to build these things. It's like you need the solid infrastructure and the cloud infrastructure is like what's allowing these things to happen. What's allowing that, you know, fancy um, co uh, uh, collaboration to happen and create like these new experiences that haven't been done before. But, you know, like creating the marathon store, like they obviously are not running on-prem service. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's all uh, cloud-based. So yeah, it's crazy. It's a very long answer to um, what is unity. And on that note, we're going to close out of Culture Crawl ATX podcast. We thank you so much for listening. And we ask that you take this time to follow Culture Crawl ATX on Instagram and click that like button and follow on your favorite podcast listening platform.